Welcome back to another episode of Missing Mysteries in Black and White with your two hosts, myself, Ed, and my main man, Josh. How are we doing? And as you can see, if you're actually watching us on YouTube, we have another very special guest who we mentioned last week. It is our good friend, Alicia. How are we, Alicia? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. As first thing as usual, Josh, how you been, my man? Yeah, pretty much. Same old. Yeah. <laughs> Check the merch. Oh, yeah, we even mentioned it. Come yeah. on. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, watch us on YouTube. You actually get to see. We've got. We've actually started to get merch. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot better quality as well with a camera. Hopefully. What, the merch? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you, I was like, what? What, they get free cameras? I was like, what? what's this happening? <laughs> yeah, you, you can actually see it better. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh no, nah, it's been a long day. Been a long day. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, uh, thank yeah everyone who does listen and watch us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mint. Um, this week we are talking about a very, a very, very notorious serial killer in the UK history. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been known as a cannibal, all sorts, rotten bastard, pretty much. Yeah, and that is Dennis Nielsen. Mm-hmm. And um. People might know from the ITV show Nielsen. Yeah, uh, Des. Des, that's it. Which, Des. if you haven't seen, is unreal. Yeah, and David Tennant plays Dennis Nielsen, and it just shows. Well, it's very like dramatized and yeah. stuff, weren't it? But but they kept. In all fairness, actually, they kept as true to the actual story as they possibly could. Oh, good, did they? I ain't actually seen it. Yeah, it's really, really good. You know what? Considering I'm signed to true crime, I've never watched it. No, I know it's oh, really dramatized. It's so I've never good. Actually yeah, it maybe so good. could it be because it's dramatised? You don't want it to, like, to take away from of what he actually done. Probably, yeah, because yeah, I don't like watching kind of you know when they do like not spin-offs of it, but you know yeah, they yeah, make a series like out like they done yeah. with Dharma. Yeah, to be fair, I did. I say I did like it, but at the same time, I didn't because they they romanticised it. Yeah, and I yeah. Think, yeah, I, I, I think he did. I don't think you should be romanticising. No, <laughs> no. The Raoul Moat one that they just recently released—that's very like makes you feel sorry for him and all that sort of <coughs> shit. You're like, he was a piece of shit. What are yeah. you on about? Yeah, and it, but yeah, <clears throat> with like the Dharma one because I remember like Courtney saying like, I kind of feel bad for him. I'm like, what do you mean you feel bad? He killed an ep people. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? There's nothing to feel bad about. Like, yeah, he had a bit of a shit childhood. Also, he's a bit fucked in the head, but it don't. Warrant eating people. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I just didn't watch it because I don't really watch normal tally. But you know. yeah, <laughs> what is it right? Going back to the Des one, what is it with like childhood actors playing unreal serial killers? What, you got that? David Tennant who was obviously Doctor Who, oh, right. and there he's Des. You had Zac Efron who was High School Musical, and then he was bloody Ted Bundy. True. Which he did good I, job you got yeah, I Dharma, which was in from X Men. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Why are they so good at that? Story. Yeah, Evan Peters. That's what. That's how oh, I yeah. remember him. Yeah, I'm like, he's an expert. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, <laughs> Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah, no, I just always remember as like lobster in Freak Show. 
Yeah. He had lobster yeah, hands, that, didn't he? Oh, that really freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't watch that series. Oh. That, that um, season, sorry. Yeah, I just, oh, I always found that, like, just, see, dirty. That was Do you the know what I mean? like, circus one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like the clown either. I was yep, nope. <laughs> this isn't a bit of me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Hotel either. That first opening scene. No thanks. Oh, I can't, I can't even talk about it. I'll let you go. I've no when, idea what you're on about. Oh, have you not watched it? No. Oh, I'm not going to know. You've said clam. Yeah. Nope. No, that's no, only free show. Like, it's like she's been murdered while yeah. she's on top of him. <laughs> but, oh, like, yeah. he's actually stuck to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do <laughs> and honestly, that, yeah. I was like, nope. Because <laughs> I remember when, when we, me and Courtney was watching them, we went through all of them, got to the hotel, and we started watching it, and I thought, fucking hell, this is going to be a good season, because it started off, like, gory and that, and I'm thinking, fucking hell, it's going to be all right. I thought it was so boring. Yeah. I, was, I, ne- like, I never finished watching it after that. No, nah, I will just say, oh, no. I think the um, Coven series was With my favourite. The favorite. Witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that is a good one. That was my favourite, and Asylum. I didn't mm. like that. Yeah, that, that is good. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> But um, yeah, so we are talking about Dennis Nielsen, mm-hmm. and I have to say, Alicia is fucking prepared. Prepared, Jesus. She's prepared. So pretty well, much, I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> Josh has got his nose. Alicia's got her nose. I'm just gonna sit here and just agree. <laughs> yeah, he was a bastard, weren't he? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as you can see, we've got a bit of a different camera angle, mm-hmm. so we could actually. Have uh, guests on have the guests actual on here. show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I quite like this angle. You know, yeah, it ain't pretty, it ain't too bad. Actually, might, might might have to do something about it. Might have, we, well, I mean, we can't fucking move, move everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort something out. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Josh Alicia, take it away. All right. So in February 1983, residents of 23 Cranley Gardens, which was a single house split into six flats complained to their landlords about uh, block drains. A plumber was brought in to unblock the drains, to which he found what he described as butchers prepared meat with bones. They called their boss to ask what they should do, to which their boss told them to just leave it on the side and they'll come back and have a look at it the next day. The following day, when they arrived to check them, all the pieces had disappeared. Right. Which is kind of stupid. Why the fuck would you leave them? What are you going to do? Put it in your van? Well, no, but you, <laughs> you don't deal, know what it is. You deal sounds. with it straight away. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You don't leave know what it like that. Ah. I mean, what if a bird come and took it? Or a fox. Or a fox. Oh, right, yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you think I meant? I just, uh, for a minute, I just got a bit confused there. Like, I thought he meant it was still in the drain. No, 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 no. 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 They, they, they took it out, it out of the drain, they just left it on the side. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, true, true. So they began to check all the pipe ends around the entire house. Mm. They looked in one of the disconnected pipes at the side of the house where they found more flesh. At this point, the uh, plumbers decided to call the police. The police took the pieces to a pathologist who confirmed that it was in fact human uh, remains. This piece of flesh was from a person's neck and it also had a ligature mark, meaning that the pathologist could tell that this person was strangled to death. Right. Which I've got to say, pathologists are mad. How yeah. they can just like look at a bit Crazy. of rotted flesh and just go, yeah, strangled to death. Do you know what I mean? Like just forensics how? in general. Man. Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable. If I could go back in time and go back to school and proper work my ass off, I'd love to be a forensic detective. Yeah. I thought he was going to be paleontologist. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I could go back, <laughs> what? If I could go back to like when I first started school, yeah, and work my ass off, yeah, I'd be a forensic de- uh, detective, hundred percent. All right. 
Yeah, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> because I can't go back in time. <laughs> we'll be... We're hunters now, but, you know... Like, oh, we can do both. Yeah, but we always said, like, if we go back in time, we'd be paleontologists. Go around, look at the like dinosaurs. It is a little bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it is a little bit, I'm not going to lie. You know what, fuck you, you could be that old, old zookeeper. Bollocks to you, is it? I ain't a fucking paleontologist either. Well, no, but it's animals and that, isn't it? <laughs> no, I want Jeremy Wade's job. That's, that'd be my dream job. <laughs> The police returned to the house and realised that the pipe on the side of the house was used by the tenants of the top floor of the house. The landlord told the police that the top flat was owned by 37-year-old Dennis Nielsen. The police waited outside his house for Nielsen to return from work. The police asked Nielsen if they could have a look around his flat. And as soon as they entered the flat, the police said the stench was unbearable and the atmosphere in that flat just felt pure evil. Mm. As soon as they entered the flat... Oh, no, I've just read that bit. Detective Peter Jay, who was the leading investigator in the whole case, told Nielsen that there were um, they were there because a human remains found in the drains. So that Nel- uh, Nelson, I want to say, Nielsen replied, "Oh my God, how awful!" <laughs> the detective took a step forward to Nielsen and simply said, "Don't mess me about. Where's the body?" And this is one of the weirdest bits about the whole serial killer, like this particular case. Yeah, is just how calm, cold, and open. Yeah, Nilsson yeah. was about the whole thing. That just just shows how pure evil that yeah, man is. Yeah, exactly. So obviously the police asked, "Where's the rest of the body?" Nilsson just calmly went, "Okay, fair enough. There are two bags in the wardrobe in the other room." To which they searched the wardrobe and found the bags. They didn't even bother looking inside them because the smell was just horrific. Right, this is what I always get confused about with these serial killers, especially like Nilsson and Dahmer and people, mm-hmm. people like that. Why do they keep them? I've, I've got the background knowledge on yep. this. Don't, don't yep. you worry. We'll right, get there. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm thinking, if you've killed someone, you want to get rid, rid of, of a shot of it. Because for one, right, he's a person. Like, If, if he has a sense of smell, mm-hmm. sure, and he's got to live with that. Like, you, you say that, but then people always like, if you go around someone's house and it fucking stinks, and you're like, mate, con, this reeks. But you're, you get used blind. to smells, don't you? Mm. Yeah, nose blind. Oh, yeah, true. But just, He needed uh, to buy some Febreze. That's what he needed. <laughs> he just didn't stop killing people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That, that would have helped. <laughs> just get a new hobby, mate. <laughs> Grow some petunias. <laughs> <laughs> just stop butchering people. Fucking hell. Like how you've gone from butchering people to fucking petunias. Yeah, of all the things. That was fancy a good man, I don't know. <laughs> The day I come round here and you're watering petunias, I know there's something wrong. <laughs> Just know Nick, it could have gone down a dark path. <laughs> so the police arrested Dennis Nelson on the spot. When they put Nelson inside, I keep saying Nelson instead of Nelson. Nelson. When they put Nelson inside the car, the other officer turned to him and asked, "How many bodies are we talking? Is it one or two? To which Nelson calmly replied, "Fifteen or 16. <laughs> Which was that shocking that Peter J almost crashed the car upon hearing this. <laughs> just imagine that. Like, just 15 or 16. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the rough premise of basically... That was like the end of his killings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. So you said you've got some on the backstory, didn't yeah. you? If you want to feel free. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, so he was born in 1945, obviously. And then, but his parents, his dad was in the Norwegian army. Right. So they, basically, he'd come back, 
see his wife, go again. And mm. every time they saw each other, she got pregnant. So they ended up with three kids. I think he was the eldest. Yeah. And then when they were two, they parted ways. So he was just... And then... Um, so he was brought up by his maternal grandparents. Right, okay. He was really close to his granddad. Mm. And then they used to do loads of stuff together. And then in 1952, his granddad then died of a sudden heart attack while he was out fishing. And that was like their little thing to do together. I don't think he was there when it happened. No. Um, Yeah, and apparently this affected him massively to the point like, and he saw his granddad in the coffin. Yeah. But, and after that, they said he became really withdrawn. Like he didn't want to, he didn't want to be part of society. Like he just kind of wanted to be like a bystander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And apparently after he saw his granddad, he started suffering from dreams of Dracula. And apparently what psychologists think is that is him interpreting is he was hoping his granddad was going to come back. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. But he got like this fear about it apparently Mm. from a few sources I read, but don't know how true it was. Did you see about the the fucked up bit about when he first found out his granddad was dead? His mum never actually told him. She, he'd come home from school. She was sitting in the uh, room crying he asked, like, oh, what's going on? And she went, do you want to see your granddad? And him thinking, obviously, because he loves his granddad and everything, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he's in, the, he's in the kitchen, walks in, and it's an open coffin. No. That's how he found out his granddad was dead. That instead of sitting him down, yeah, instead of sitting pieces. him down and being yeah. like, listen, <laughs> little Dan, sorry, granddad's dead. Mm. Oh, he's in the kitchen. He's buzzing, thinking, oh, yeah, Grandad, how was your fish? Oh, my fucking God. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, how traumatic is that for a little kid? Grandad, why is your bed in the kitchen? <laughs> why are you in a box, Grandad? <laughs> that up. can't be comfy. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've never really agreed with, like, open casket. No. Nah, personally. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, because... Cause... I mean, don't get me wrong, if people... Do yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, oh, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, if that's your vibe. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the, I can I won't feel comfortable. No, nah, because I just they look like they're sleeping. Mm. I'm no obviously, but you know what I mean? You just think, oh they're gonna wake up soon. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah. <laughs> they keep getting buried or burned. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like fucking hell. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. And it always makes me think of um scary movie three. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. We're at the wake. She's awake. Wake <laughs> <laughs> <Why> up! <laughs> he sees scary movie three. I have, but I can't remember. Oh, no, like, so so funny. About the wake bit, I'm like, I do like you know when it's like it's there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's when you let you him and make his dreadlocks go. Just go all up. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't want me to She blows up. Oh, I remember when I first saw that, I cried. I cried at that. I love them films. Oh, so good. They're goated. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we used to get them through the post on them little CDs. Yeah, 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 yeah. My older sister used to get them, so we didn't, and that would be like our Friday night. Yeah, or they got all go to Blockbuster or something like that. Oh. We didn't do that. No, I remember we <laughs> sometimes they, when my mum was well enough to drive, we got a blockbuster, we get a film, we get a hug and does ice oh, cream because they always had bougie that. ice cream. <laughs> oh yeah, we was going all that, you know. Here's an extra five. That fucking yeah, go on. yeah, go get it, watch it, eat your hug and does, and then go back. Bring back blockbusters, man. We don't need it though. I know, but it was so goaded, wasn't it? It was. It was like the. What's the word? The euphoria of yeah. going there. I think of anything, but it was so good. Oh, it was good. It was good. How have we gone from Dennis Nelson to fucking blockbuster? <laughs> I love the tangent so much. <laughs> yeah. How has this happened? Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, carry but, on. Yeah. So then, 
but yeah, apparently, so this affected him really badly, especially when it came to affection. As much as he really wanted that affection from his family, and mm. like his mum would be giving it to his siblings, he, as much as he wanted it, he wouldn't interact, if that makes mm. sense. Right, yeah, he yeah. He wouldn't then get involved, so he'd never get that affection. And then when he was 10 years old, he had a near-death experience, which I think this is quite interesting mm. to then how it goes on. So he almost drowned when he was at the beach. Oh. Apparently, how he explains it is once he had, once he'd calmed down, after drown while he was drowning mm. after he'd calmed um he said it was like the tran- tranquility yeah tranquility um of it and he felt like his granddad was going to save him and pull him out right but a, another boy pulled him out yeah, and right. that and um but i find that i think that's kind of like a milestone because that then leads on to the murders yeah because yeah. he was like that's so okay with death like his fascination of death that's and where yeah, it went and the drowning i think I yeah. think he thought he was giving them a peaceful death, but mm. yeah, because they do. They always say that drowning's one of the best ways. Yeah, to die. once you Even, get past the struggle phase, it's yeah, just like falling asleep. So the inevitable. Speak. Yeah, apparently like, it is quite peaceful. To is die. it? It's one of my worst fears. Yeah, honestly, uh, drive past the river. I'm like, I'm ready with a seatbelt to <laughs> and the window. Court, <laughs> Courtney's the same. I, I'm a cunt, really, because sometimes we look, you know the Kingsland Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Drive over that sometimes and I say, What would you do if it just if the bridge just breaks? <laughs> and she's like, What would you say to that? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, Oh I'm fucked then. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, Oh yeah, true, yeah, fair. Uh, dr- drowning after bur- over burning any day of the week. Oh yeah. Any yeah. day of the fucking week. But again, week. don't they say I know it's like excruciating pain for like thirty seconds till your nerve endings just like burn. But then after that it's just well, bit I warm. I wouldn't say it's peaceful, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I think yeah. you would get over that pain, but with drowning, I don't I think don't, you get a lot of that. Nah. Well, ne- you neither. Love... Thanks. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> right. Shark attack, mate. One thing as well, like you said about that boy, obviously pulling Nilsson out. Imagine later on in life when he like, I was obviously it became major like worldwide news. Yeah. Hearing the name Dennis Nilsson. Yeah. Thinking, you think I that's could... the fucking boy that I saved? It's yeah. Like, if I didn't do that. None of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. But at the same time, you can't think like no, that. No, of course not. Because at the time, you... You weren't to know, oh, yeah, no. a few years down the line, this guy's going to... And if you let him drown, him. you've got that conscience yeah, on exactly. you all the time. Like, I've just let a, a, a little boy at die. At the time, an innocent boy die. Yeah. So, it, it, you know. But fucking... That is weird, though. Yeah, that would just be thinking fun. back, like, Jesus Christ. Because I bet he's still get rid of with that. Because I bet that's... Maybe, that probably, yeah. like, come through his mind. It was like... If I didn't stop it, he wouldn't have done this. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Or something along them lines. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. But you, yeah, you say that about a lot, most of them, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once the names come out. Like, mm-hmm. People like, like with Ed Kemper, always said he was a bit weird or something. Mm. Well, like with Dharma. Yeah. They always said he was strange and everything. There was something not quite right with him, but they never you, said You're anything. never going to, until it's too late, you're never yeah. going to know. Yeah, like Unless we, you catch them in the fucking act. We know people who are a bit strange and that, but you never thought they'd be serial killers. No, you, you, you know just what I mean? Would you? Nah, no. Because like, if you start thinking like that, you, <laughs> everyone's a serial killer. Turns out you're the serial killer. Like, oh. <laughs> like, serial killers. So like, fucking hell, it's Inception here. Shut her eye. Look, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, but yeah, and then his mum then remarries, and they move in. So the guy that she remarries, he's a labourer, I think, I believe. Mm. Um, and he beca- he's quite strict. So they move into this flat, and she, they, them two together they ended up having four kids. So they're in this flat, there's oh, seven yeah. of them. Well, seven kids, plus yeah, them two. nine people. 
And apparently he didn't like his stepdad, but he respected him because the discipline and the boundaries that Mm. he's putting in place. Um, But obviously with so many people being in there, he gets to withdraw more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's no attention on him kind of thing. Um, But yeah, so then when they then move again, I don't know why I wrote that down. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and as he becomes a teenager, he realises he's gay. And then, Mm. but at the time... That's such illegal. T- yeah, it's so taboo. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you couldn't tell like anyone. Um, and do you know what he does? Well. I guess. <laughs> something to do with dead animals or something? No, no. He starts fondling his siblings while they're oh, asleep. For fuck's sakes! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he actually tried to like question himself because he said the boys that he found attracted looked a lot like his little sister. What? So he, yeah, so he didn't know whether it was just him just saying how much he loves his sister. Do you know what I mean? That's why he's finding them attractive because they look like him. Which is mad Game of Thrones esque. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, that, that is Game of that, Thrones that, that vibe, is just, yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't know about this you one. You say he found boys attractive that look like his, his sister. sister. Yeah. So she, either she was really butch or they're very feminine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, what the, what the fuck? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. It, oh, of course it gets goes do something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then, but oh. his brother then clocks onto him doing this. I don't yeah. know which brother. I don't know, but um, and ends up starts calling him a hen, like, and he'll do it in public, which yeah. is Scottish slang for basically a girl. Yeah. Like uh, saying he's feminine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so then at the age of fourteen, he joins the army cadets and basically just goes off traveling. He's yeah. with them for the next what nine years. Yeah. Like that. He calls him hen because he's a bit feminine. Mm. Doesn't want, doesn't want to say like Nancy inbred. Yeah, we got be more of a more inclined. But yeah, and then um, so yeah, and then but so obviously <laughs> while he's in the army, doesn't tell anybody no. that he's gay or anything like that. Um, but yeah, obviously goes travelling, and what he ends up doing because he's so scared that people will find out he's gay, he like secludes himself. He like showers on his own. Because he's too scared that he basically he'll get a hard on, on. <laughs> in front of all these men and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, and then he starts drinking, I believe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he went into catering, didn't he? While he's yeah. in there, and that's where he learnt his butchery skills. I don't mm. know if I've sh- completely demolished that word. I don't know how to say culinary it, but... skills. <laughs> no, that's like uh, just cooking, isn't it? Yeah. No, I think you were. Right? Yeah. But so, yeah. whilst he was in the army, he also did some mad shit. Really? He because th- this is where he started to get like his obsession or like his passion for photography. Right. And in a fucked up way, he actually because the other like cadets and that always used to bully him, but behind his back, so to speak, like right. slag him off and all that. But they willingly he used to have him like lay down on the floor because the one thing with him, he very much liked to be in control of everything he'd done. Right. And one of the best ways you can be in control of something is a picture. Because you yeah. think if you get somebody to do what you want in a picture, take the picture, you've got that for life, regardless of what they do. Yeah. So he used to make them lie down on the floor, act dead, basically like they've been shot, and take a picture of them. So they were calling him weird behind his back, but then they were willingly they were doing, doing this. Yeah. You know, like, eh? Yeah, that <laughs> make don't make sense. How does that work? <laughs> People are fucked up. Yeah. I just that's can't go over. He used to wank off his little brothers. That's just a bit mad. That's nothing. That's nothing. Do you mean that's nothing? That's nothing, brother. That's nothing. Gets worse every fucking minute. Mm-hmm. It's like an episode of Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> it's madder and madder. 
<laughs> this is what I mean. This Nelson is just fucked. Yeah. Like I know all the serial killers we've covered are mad, but these geezers on another just, level. Yeah. yeah. Cream of the crop. Yeah, mm. pretty much of it. Mm. But yeah, so he he starts drinking because he's like so shy. He starts drinking to kind of interact and that. Yeah. Um, but then he starts drinking excessively, and um, he starts basically drinking to the point him and one of his colleagues, and he'd get blackout drunk, wake up in the morning, and basically realise, oh, anything could happen to me, which then creates this fantasy of this um like a young slim man that's passive or something i don't really understand what that meant um but uncon a passive unconscious partner mm. and that he fixates on that oh, i think what it means like passive is like basically like, you do what you want to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. um yeah yeah so yeah so this is when he then realizes oh well i could drink to the point where somebody will do something to me mm. and then it's not my fault mm. because i'm not gay so he's, in a way, hoping that's going to happen, which then becomes this fantasy. So he hopes to get raped? Basically, Kind yeah. of, yeah. Uh, oh, mate. Basically. Which, again, yeah. is weird when you think he's someone who's so in love with the idea of control. Mm. That's, like, the worst thing. Yeah. That, like, that is the least time you're ever going to have control of anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucked. Strange <laughs> man. Very strange man. So, yeah. And then... Yeah, and then... In '67, he gets deployed to Aden, now Yemen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what that is, but um, and he gets, he's basically deployed in like a prison, and while he's out there, he gets captured. He has another near-death experience, and he gets captured by an Arab, a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. They put him in the boot. This taxi driver is clearly not very smart because he's tried to kidnap him, but he's got a fucking jack handle or something in the boot. So right. he obviously gets this fucking. Opens the trunk, think. So that was a complete fail. But apparently, this kind of fed more into the fantasy, mm, right? Because this person was unconscious, although he's never admitted to doing anything to this person. Mm. But I think he was only like eighteen, nineteen, yeah, something at like the time that. when it happened. And then when he was twenty-one, that's when he finally has an interaction with another person. Mm-hmm. This person is a 12-year-old rent boy. Apparently, this yeah, this 12-year-old had been a, basically around the officers and he was desperate for somebody to get him out and take him to the UK. Right. And that's why he did it. But this kind of set off, I think, more... I think it leads to the murders. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it set, set off the off train this, of emotions, basically. Yeah. Right. Like, especially, like... It's 12. <clears throat> it's a child. Yeah. Know? Like, oh, it's, nah. it's just, and he like when like he gets the murders and that he's obsessed with them looking, like he's a shade with their body and stuff yeah. like that because he wants them to look childlike, and I think it comes back to that. I think it's that. Yeah, just like yeah. flip the switch in his just, mind or yeah. something. And yeah. that's now. So you say because at, at the time he it, he must think in his own head that he's like a fucking hero. Yeah. Thinking he's saving this red boy, even though he's probably done fucking horrible. Oh, the kid gets left there anyway. He don't even get to go to you. No, bless his heart. Poor child. Talk about used and abused. Literally. Fucking hell. What do he's doing with his life nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) If you watch. I was about to say, if you're watching this, let us know. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> and then I think, yeah, from that, yeah, his fantasies then increase. Mm. Um, and he gets a fixation on mirrors. Right. Yeah, which is really interesting when it comes to the last murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this makes me feel really uncomfortable saying it. But, like, so what he would do to pleasure himself, let's put it nicely, he would put loads of mirrors around himself and put himself in certain positions. positions. Yeah. And get pleasure from it. Have a good old Tommy. <laughs> but, <laughs> very strange. <laughs> I think every you told me it so far, it's like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so as you can see, he's a very... Tap boy. Yeah. Not great. Peculiar, Not to say the least. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. And then following on from this, which I think this is also, it leads into the murders, he gets obsessed with this oil painting called the Wrath of Medusa. Raft of Medusa? Have you heard about this? No. It's basically an oil painting which shows an old man holding a young youth. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen the actual picture. I don't know what it actually looks like. Are you look it up. And he's getting it. <laughs> yeah. And he basically applies this to his fantasy yeah. and he twists it to it being a soldier. So this old man, this old grey-haired man, is carrying this soldier to then bathe them. Right. And then necrophiliacs or whatever you want to say. Perform... Yeah. Dirty axe. So, yeah. So you can see he's holding the baby up there, isn't he? Oh, right. I don't really understand how he interprets that in that way. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, It's not going to focus, but yeah, it's there. (laughs) But yeah, and then basically he then recreates that down the line. Oh. Mm. He's he's not a well boy. No, it was not a well boy. I think from the age of fourteen, well, since his granddad died. Yeah, it's just been. But I think it was even before that Mm. because he's not getting the attention he wants from his family. No, maybe the only person that's given him the attention has died. Has died. Mm. I think it's just just mind fuck. Yeah, not justifying anything at all. What he's done. No, no, I know what you're saying. Now it's always like knock on effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, fucking. Well, I always heard about like well, I've heard of Dennis Nielsen and this, the murders he's done and everything mm. and what he how he was caught and everything, but like I didn't know fucking this much. No. Yeah. Jesus. You Christ. think we've not even got onto the murders yet? No, this no. Is what I mean, that's what fucking Jesus. Yeah. What then... mad madness. <laughs> crazy man (laughs) but yeah and then he ends up getting deployed to west berlin and that's when he then has a relationship with a woman right a prostitute so it's not really a relationship no but either way my god free piece (laughs) (laughs) and apparently he described it as overrated doesn't understand why anyone would be interested Mm. obviously because he's gay yeah so he's just not attracted with women fair enough um so yeah, and then after that, basically, he'd done his eleven years. He left as a corporal, did a few jobs around Scotland when he went home, mm. and then ended up having a big bust up with his brother, mm. the same brother that used to call him Hen, um, over gay rights. Because by this point, it's obviously been legalized yeah. in the UK now. Right. Okay. Um. So he's trying to defend, and with that, his brother turns around to his mum and tells him that Nilsson's gay, and with that, he never talks to his family again. He leaves, moves to London. Yeah, yeah. Try well, goes and training for a police officer. Yeah. 
oh, I've heard about this. Why? And well, why was... got kicked out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dutty boy. And then. Get on that. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's, and that's where I'm up to now. He wants to join the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all this shit was happening. And he, he comes back and thinks, you know, I'm going to be a copper. I'm mm. gonna, you know. <laughs> it just don't make sense. But again, does it? but again, was that a control thing? Maybe, yeah. If he's got such an obsession with control, you can arrest people. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? yeah. True. You can. Yeah. No one's going to question you, are they? Exactly. Because no. no one's going to think a police officer's going to do the stuff Fucked that he up shit, yeah. Well, no. What, even like recent times, like what yeah, shit's happening. That lady with, in London, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's a police officer. You never thought like a copper would is out there to hurt. They're meant to serve. No, and protect, exactly. You know, and they're doing shit like this. It's like say it's still happening today. Mm hmm. I'll never like. Sick, I mean, my cousin's a copper, so I'd never like really bad mouth the police. Because mm. that'd be awkward. But <laughs> well, no, because you know what I mean. Like, it's a few bad like wrong ones where most of them are good people. Yeah, you know? they are there to help people. But they, like, you just show you can't fully you can't, trust. No, you can't a hundred percent trust anyone. No. All right, mate. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> <you> boy. <laughs> Don't you dare be getting no petunias. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what fucking petunias look like, mate. The flowers? Yeah, well, I think so. I don't even know what they are. Mate, you should have seen me last weekend. I went with my dad and my dad to the fucking garden centre because mm. my dad wanted some more, more plants. And I'm I'm walking around thinking, oh, i got a fucking clue. She's going, yeah, I want some of these and some of these, these are these. And I'm like, they look the same. They all do the same thing, don't they? Yeah. They grow. They grow and die. Yeah. <laughs> and then they grow again. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they look the same to me, just different colours. Mm. <laughs> Do you want some red ones or pink ones? And shit? Like, no, I want these hydrangeas or whatever. I'm yeah, like, right, oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, because I know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> my mouth's the same. Every time like you pull up, it has, have you noticed my flowers? They're like in blue for the coronation. I'm like, oh, nice, Nan. I was like, oh, I don't really know. <laughs> oh, it's such like Bless. a dying thing now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bless. All right, who's going next? Go on, boys. Have you got any... Because you seem to have a lot more on his backstory than I do. <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> no, 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 it's no. a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, so, yeah, he moves down to London, starts his training in 1970... No, 1973, he completed his training, sorry. But during this training, he becomes obsessed with visiting the morgue. Yeah, And watching post-mortems and... Stuff like that. I haven't really got much more information on that. Autopsy bodies, that was it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, came a bit fixated on them. Um, don't know if anything happened from that. I'm not sure. Have you got any information? Yeah, well, apparently, this was rumoured. It's not been 100% proven or not, because he's denied it, which he fucking would. <laughs> yeah, but then again... Yeah, ex- exactly. But re- so apparently, the reason... So open. Yeah. The reason he, le- he uh, left the police force was because he was caught wanking. In the morgue. <laughs> so they was like, yeah, nah, this ain't going to nice. work, mate. <laughs> Hand in your notice. <laughs> so that's apparently the reason he left. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Nah. The thing is, uh, like, the way he has been, like he was so open about everything. For him then to deny that, which in the grand scheme of things is so minor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's barbaric, don't get me wrong, but... Compared to what he has done, it's so minor. If he denies it, I kind of tr- believe him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But... One thing I also got to mention about his backstory that I completely forgot. He was actually sexually assaulted by a boy. 
Oh, when was he it? was yeah, when he was I think thirteen or something like that, he was sexually assaulted by an older boy. And he later on described it as not unpleasant. So basically, yeah, he's got, he enjoyed, he enjoyed it. it. He liked it. He liked it. We yeah. just just play football. I <laughs> <laughs> used to just play horses. Yeah. <laughs> I was just obsessed with my horses, and that was it. <laughs> but yeah, no. And then apparently, well, the police did notice he was very much a loner. Mm. Like he didn't get involved, stayed in the background. Um, so he starts drinking again. Right. Get in. Starts going to gay bars and stuff like that. Cause obviously there. Yeah, no, especially in London at that time that was when it was yeah. proper boom, boom. Um, and apparently he was having flings and stuff like that but they just never satisfied him no he just said it just wasn't what he wanted no, no. so then in 1973 so the same year he had his first running with the law I'm not sure if by this point he'd left or he was in there a year so he must have still been in the police sorry um, and a young man Stays around. I don't know who this young man is. There's not much info on it. Um, and this young man stays at his flat and wakes up to find him taking photos of him. Nilsson taking photos of him. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually it's... you'd like him to be awake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus! Well, what I mean is, it's like you want all parties agreeing to <laughs> it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Could have worded that a bit better. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I want you awake while I take pictures of you. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, this young man actually did go to the police about it. Right. But because he was in the police force, and the police yeah. just didn't take it seriously. No, because yeah, they just thought it was, yeah, it just wasn't anything of importance. Which now you look back, you think if they'd mm. taken that seriously, that's common with men probably still a lot that. of police, wasn't it, around that time? Oh, with yeah. um, anything gay, they. Oh, what was it? Even with Pete Sutcliffe, mm. with the look of the way they handled the crime scene and oh, everything, just please in that time. If it weren't hundred percent, do you know what I mean? Like, okay, this is mad. They couldn't give a shit, really. No, one half as by the rule book as it has it is nowadays. So yeah. to speak. I think because now they are they are on such high regard. Yeah, and I think as well. Back then, you wouldn't have had the eyes of the world on you like you have now. Yeah. No, like yeah, social yeah. media and that. It'd just yeah. be the Look, local news. Yeah, exactly. So you can get away with that sort of shit. Yeah, just neighbourhood watch talking about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he then leaves the police after a year or gets sacked. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, and becomes a civil servant working in a job centre. And he has that for 10 years. Hmm. Oh, wow. Again, class as a loner. Didn't really get involved. Works his way up to executive officer. Right. Don't know if that's quite high up. Yeah. Big dog. But then, and from there, the murders then start. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, I'll let you go. Well, <laughs> around the same time is actually when he his uh, fascination with death grew big time as well. Yeah. To the point he actually used to put pale makeup on his face and would make his lips like blue and his eyes bloodshot and then take pictures in front of a mirror. Or to make him look dead. Yeah, even just stand. He'd sometimes just stand there for hours on end, just not just emotionless, to pretend he was dead, just to get some sort of satisfaction. So, yeah, he he he. A bit weird. A bit. Yeah. That's the understatement of the fucking year, isn't it? 
he was a bit weird. <laughs> nah, he just like dressed up as dead people. <laughs> Mate, he must have loved Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every skeleton, like, he's just like, oh. <laughs> he got the thrills then. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then again, he'd have been shit scared at the same time because he was scared of Dracula. Mm. True. <laughs> just. which which baffles me like you said he had a fear of dracula Mm. but then he had an obsession with death death Death, yeah like that goes hand in hand surely Mm. yeah in a roundabout sort of way yeah just one sucks your blood one's bones isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah one's rigor mortis <laughs> but yeah, I don't get that. Like when you said about like being scared of Dracula, like, and then what you, he actually turns out to be, yeah, like, yeah, as bad, <laughs> like a real life bastard. That's just mad. Mental. Mad. Yeah. Well, in uh, November 1975, he was at a gay club where he saw a small lad called David Gallison being threatened by two larger men, to which Nel- uh, Nilsson stepped in and helped. Nilsson learned that David was jobless, homeless, and moving in between hostels. Mm. Later on, Nilsson asked David to move in with him, to which he agreed. The pair found a larger flat and moved in together and even got a dog, which he had all the way till he was arrested. Oh, so he didn't hurt the dog. No, yeah, he never harmed the dog. In in fact, even in the TV show, he's mad passionate about this dog. Like, he was all calm and like... Bleep. Bleep. It's dog's name, wasn't it? Yeah. What was it? Uh, Border Collie. Oh, he um even in the TV show, he's all like all calm and everything and cooperative. But then he's in a cell room and he can hear the dog whimpering. And when they open the door, he just loses his shit. He's like, "It's been two days here. You don't need to keep her any longer. She's got nothing to fucking do with it." Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah. very protective of the dog. So at least he had some morals. He didn't harm animals. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a lovely but bloke. Then. Yeah, exactly. It's that aspect of control again, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You own a dog. A dog is very loyal, aren't they? So. Yeah, exactly. True. true. Well, a year later, the uh, pair began to start arguing a lot, with David eventually leaving, which seriously affected Nilsson. Um, yeah, so back to his arrest before like the murders and that, just to, because it, it was weird, this one, because obviously no one knew about the murders until he was arrested. Right, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one had an inkling that there was a serial killer about nothing. Well, that's Carl uh, Dharma. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's British Dharma, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Did he eat him? He never confirmed that he no. did. He always no. says he didn't, but you never if you're know. doing that to bodies. Yeah. And some of the other fucked up shit. You'd get tempted, wouldn't you? Not really, no. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've never looked at really a dead body and gone. Taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> You'd if, definitely if, try it, wouldn't you? Yeah, fucking 100%. <laughs> I'll take it so, wrong, I'll try it. Yeah, if someone's frying a human yeah. leg, I'm like, gizzy yam. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd try, try it, but I wouldn't look at a full body and go, hmm. Yummy. <laughs> thing is, I, I remember saying this to someone, like, would you try a human? They're like, yeah, but what about if you knew who they were? I was like, well, they're dead now. Yeah, yeah it don't matter. It's not going to hurt them, is it? Nah. <laughs> oh, what about if it was like, I don't know, like some... What if it's Courtney? Well, it's a bit different. She's my wife, isn't it? You know, you know her. Yeah, I did, and she's yeah. dead. I don't think I could eat my wife because <laughs> if there is something in spirit, she's not going to let me forget about it. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? I'm just like, all right, 
What, do you think Scott would be okay if he ate his leg? <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat his leg. I wouldn't eat anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Marcus. You know him. He's dead. Yeah, so. You'd eat him. Yeah, I'd try eat... it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd try it, yeah. Why not? Right, yeah, you're further than me, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you start growing petunias. <laughs> Big up the petunias, man. Big up the petunias. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google what a fucking petunia looks like after this. I think it's like I'm going white... to do when I leave. <laughs> what is it? I think it's like a white flare. I think so. I'll get you it for your birthday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nah! Then <laughs> if he keeps it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, whilst he was being arrested, other police officers uh, were beginning to search his flat. In the bin bags that were found in the wardrobes, they found two halves of a torso and chunks of te- uh, chest tissue. When the remains were taken to the pathologist, they realised how uh, expertly precise Nielsen had removed them in the first place. Mm. When the police told Nielsen that they were searching his flat, Nielsen told them, have you searched the rest of the flat yet? Nielsen told them that there was two other bodies in that flat as well. At least two other bodies, sorry. He told them that in the drawer in the bathroom was the lower half of a man's body and in the tea chest in the living room there was another torso of two par- uh, two partially dissected legs, a skull and several other bones. So altogether, these were the remains of three different men. Right. The first was uh, had been dead for over a year, the second one for about nine months and the third had only been a week old. Right, okay. He also told the police that there were the remains of 12 or 13 other people dating back to 1978. He also to- uh, said that he didn't remember the names as he had not long met them before he killed them. Excuse me. They are, the police asked him how he killed them all and he's like, I strangled them. He told the police that the reason he kept the bodies was due to the fact that his old house, he was on the ground floor. So he could bury them underneath the floorboards and then eventually dissect them and burn them. But because he was on the top floor of his current flat, he had to dissect them and flush them down the drain over time. So obviously he won't clog up. You gonna fuck, fuck that, that up? up. <laughs> you didn't think that one through, did you, Chief? Gee. The following day, the plumber who discovered the remains decided to go to the media and sell his story, which qu- uh, quickly became a nationwide news, despite the police trying to keep everything quiet for the time being. Yeah. So that pissed them yeah. off royally. What gets me, right, is because like, I work with drains a lot because of being a ground worker, but like, it's just weird to think that like, someone's been going through a four, like, four inch, like it's 100 mils, so what's that about like that? That people have been fitting through that, mm. <laughs> like body parts. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh no, you wouldn't even get my big toe. In it. <laughs> and the fact the way he used to actually, cause... All concerning. Because <laughs> <laughs> he used to like dissect them, but he even used to like boil them. Mm. Yeah, because didn't they like, boil in Yeah, the head. The, just try yeah, and like he boiled the somebody's skull. Basically, once they had already started decomposing, to. Just basically Something flush it off, matter. basically, yeah. So yeah. that he just had the skull to deal with. It. Yeah, because I think, yeah, because that's um, called blanching, I think. Never heard of it. I like skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean I'm going to kill anyone with their skull, <laughs> and, uh, you know. Just make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start seeing skulls out, you know, I ain't killed anyone. But, yeah, I think they call it blanching, it's to preserve them. Right. To preserve them, yeah. Uh, but no, that's, that's weird. 
This uh, is when Dennis Nilsson actually became obsessed with reading his case in the papers, which pissed Nilsson off when he would read about the slightest mistake that the papers had got wrong. Like, for the fact they was printing that he killed 17 people. He was fucking furious. Like, no, it was 15. It weren't 17, it was 15. It's that control aspect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He also told the police that he never actually set out to kill anyone. Liar. I was going to say, out of the second... You think, oh, I might have a problem here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need to out here. Like, I'm, not, I'm not doing very well. He then went into full detail about each victim and how we killed them. Which is, if you've got it written down, you want to continue? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is fucking... Okay. Oh, love it. Let me find where I am, Mike. I think it's going to be a different host right. next season. <laughs> <laughs> Any true crime stuff, mate? I'm in. <laughs> so, in 1975, that's when young men start disappearing mm-hmm. around London area. Mm. Um, in this time, Nilsson had been having flings, casual relationships, obviously not not doing it for him. Um, so, yeah, in December 78, he meets a 14-year-old, Stephen Denaholmes, yeah. um, meets him in a pub. At this point, Nelson, Nelson, sorry, is 33 years old. Right. This, this kid is 14. For fuck's sake. So this kid apparently had been to a concert or something like this. Yeah. was in the pub. Obviously, Nilsson's a civil worker, so he's quite good at chatting to people. Yeah. Um, gets talking to him, buys some drinks, stuff like that. Invites him back to the flat. Um, and they start drinking excessively, uh, heavily. And then, so the next morning, basically, Nilsson wakes up with this dread that this kid's going to leave and he can't cope with this kid leaving. Mm. Um, so he decides to get a necktie and strangle him until he's unconscious. And then he drowns him in the bath. Which is where I think this drowning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he's thinking, I'm giving him a peaceful death. Because mm. his... Yeah. Theme. Especially if he's unconscious, he's not going to feel it. Do you know? no, There's yeah. not going to be a struggle phase. Same as Dharma though, because he used to give him sleeping tablets yeah. and then strangle him. So they weren't. They didn't feel it. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been tempted to chuck a toaster in a bath a couple of times, but not like drown someone in it. You know what I mean? Like, fucking hell. Morals. <laughs> Thing is, when you hear about serial killers and everything, like I think it's a bit, well, it might be a bit sadistic of me, but I, f- I think of like horror films and everything. Like you want them like gruesome. Yeah. When you say strangling, it's it's, it's like, almost like oh. a. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fun. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I want to hear like some slashing and gashing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like like Jason Voorhees or something like that. Like, <laughs> no, he strangled him. Why? Wow, you're a fucking letdown. <laughs> you're no good serial killer to me. <laughs> so yeah, after he strangles Stephen, um, he then bathes him. Mm. He lays with him. Apparently, he doesn't do anything to him. He does. He doesn't sleep with them, basically. Right. But he sexually assaults them. I don't know. I didn't yeah. go into detail with that. I didn't dig into that any further because I was like, I don't want to know. So <laughs> <laughs> I left it. To at be that. honest, Lisha, I, can't, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Not with either. Because that would scare you for fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> but how can he? Like, if he's dead, what's he just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's not doing it. He's <laughs> like finger his asshole or something. <laughs> not to know. He's laying on his bed just. Well, you're saying wet willies. You can't really eat your dick. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. We're making a mockery out of it. As you were, Alicia. Fucking hell. God, shouldn't be laughing. It's awful, isn't it? Wait, it is really, yeah. Stop, right. So, yeah, basically. And he then puts him in his bed and just has him laying there, sleeping next to him. He watches telly with him. And as the body starts to decompose, he chucks him under the floorboards. You know you could buy blow-up dolls? <laughs> mm, not the same for him, apparently. Mm. Don't yeah, do it. but watching telly with it. like You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. It's that aspect or a mannequin. of company and loneliness, I think. Yeah. He thinks it's like... I'm assuming in his head, it's that it's that fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, that passive. But surely, like rigor mortis and that sets in. How can he make them watch That's... telly? He bend him yeah. up and that. So... Can't remember Lewis said because apparently rigor mortis it sets in, lets off, and then sets in again, mm. oh, and it takes longer okay. to set in the second time. Right. Oh, so once okay. you get after the first stage, you can well, do what you want with flopping it. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah he puts him under the floorboards um for the next eight months and then basically when he's is it putrefying yeah yeah um when it gets too much he takes him out to the garden and just burns him because the landlady that from this flat only gave him and that original guy moved in with exclusive access to the garden. Nobody else had access to it apart from him. Mm. So this is where... And basically that becomes the cycle. I did write down every single one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But But before then, like, you see the the putrefy, like, let's be honest, when people start to decompose, they liquefy, don't they? You imagine being downstairs and, like... You, you think the bathroom's leaking, yeah, just, but, yeah, and but it's, it's actually a dead body. Oh, just, mate. Lu- not luckily, that's not the right word to use. He had the ground floor flat. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's, it's original flat, yeah, the ground floor. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's why in, in the, the flat where he was found, he started he put it, flushing it down the drain because obviously he was on the top he floor. He had nowhere to burn. He had nowhere to put it. Uh, right, that all makes sense. I thought it was all in that flat. No, no, no. no, 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 no right, sorry. Right, right, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's all right, it's all right. Um, but basically, yeah, what he would do is get them to, he'd get them back to his flat, get them drunk, strangle, drown, yeah. and he would just repeat that process. Mm-hmm. End up, although he did, this was another thing I thought was interesting, actually, rewind. So with some of the bodies, so yeah, he would bathe them, shave off all their hair. Not interesting, that's not the right word. Um <laughs> Weird. Intriguing. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, so as the bodies would start to decompose, or if basically all the bruising comes up on the neck, he'd just cover it all up in makeup. Yeah. To try and make them look human. That's well, not right. dead, sorry. They already do look human. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like alive. <laughs> yeah. Um but basically that's what he would then do, put them under the floorboards, and what he then started to do was start decapitating them and cutting them up hmm. which obviously where these butchery skills then come in yeah that's that's why to, the um yeah said it was so precise 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he knew what he was doing, basically. He knew how to handle his meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what he would... Oh, this makes me feel a bit funny, to be fair. He would disembowel them on his kitchen floor. Could be worse places to do it. Yeah. Could be on the carpet. Yeah, I was exactly. going to say, at least it wasn't on the carpet. <laughs> it's not staying on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Just... How did... From your granddad dying... To get sexually assaulted and then disemboweling someone on the kitchen floor. This is the thing, no one truly knows. That's what I don't even think really deep down he knew. No, but that's what intrigues me with like serial killers. Like, as much as they might have had a horrible childhood or something like that, something just switches in their mind to lead to this. To them being able to do that Mm. with no remorse. Mm. And And nine times out of ten. Go on, sorry. Sorry. Nine times out of ten, like you said, it is a traumatic experience that brings it on. Yeah. But what is what, what part of your brain? What in? Yeah. Yeah. Flips. Because I mean, what is it they say? Like the frontal lobes, the personality bit. Is it something in there? Does that just like die out or something? Fuck like... if I know. Mine does a good job just going. Yeah. <laughs> so I always think like going back to Jeffrey Dahmer. You know how they destroyed his brain afterwards because. Um, Biologists did want to, like, yeah, to look in look at it. his brain and stuff, and the judge ruled it out and like destroyed it. Yeah, but I just think, imagine if they had, what would they have found? They could have found like, anything. Yeah, and that could have helped could have a lot explained, of people. Yeah, so I mean, much. I've said it countless times. But look at all the people that have like head injuries and that, like athletes and all yeah. that CT, CTE, yeah, yeah. CTE and that, and it just fucking changes them. Yeah, it's like, but what, what specific part Something. of the brain? Yeah. So that flips yes. that wrestler yeah. was it? Uh, Chris, Chris Benoit. Benoit. Exactly. Yeah. He had, had the fucking, he had the brain age of an eight-year-old man mm. with yeah. early-onset dementia. Yeah, and, he, and, and it caused he, it led did to he him, murder his wife yeah and wife kid. and kid. Yeah. Had that many concussions over his career. Yeah. Found out he had the brain of a eight-year-old man with early-onset dementia. Killed his wife, killed his kid, and killed himself. Yeah, that's mad. Because, but weren't it? Something to do with Eddie Guerrero, like with him oh, dying. I think, yeah, Eddie Guerrero, yeah, Eddie Guerrero was like his best mate, and when yeah. he died, it, it kind of like it mangled it him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, got got him in momentum. Yeah, like, yeah. So was it a case of like with that sort of example? Was it a case of his brain was damaged and it just needed that switch? Maybe, yeah. And just... Eddie Guerrero dying was it? <coughs> That's it yeah, yeah cause because you know, I'm not being funny. Rey Mysterio ain't exactly fucking going around killing people, is it? No, and he was Eddie Guerrero's best best mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, yeah. That is mad. Like, loads of people have suffered trauma in their life. Like, you know, you know what I mean. Mm. But it don't, it don't make people like switch and I'm gonna no. kill everyone no. who I meet. You know what I mean? It's like, like that American footballer was Angel, Angel Hernandez or Fernandez or something like that. Yeah, he had a major concussion, had to retire and that, and then he ended up killing people. Yeah. It's like, how though? There's something in the brain, in it? That's what I mean. It's the most brain. amazing thing, but it ain't a fucking delicate. Mm. One little thing goes wrong. Mm. And you're done for. And That's you're right. a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to look out your old brain helmet. Yeah. Always wear a hat, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a head scarf. That'll do. I'm keeping it warm. I'm not applying to this. <laughs> so, in October 79, he then um, lures a Hong Kong student named Andrew Ho back to his flat for sex. So... Clearly something's going on there. Ho was a right ho. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the second you said that name, I saw his face just go... When <laughs> I wrote it down earlier, I thought, they're going to say something like this. I know it. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I think we can hear. <laughs> well, no, we can't now, no. 
But yeah, so apparently he tried to strangle him in what Nilsson says was a bondage play session. Oh. So, but Andrew escapes and he reports this to the police, but doesn't press any charges. Mm. Righto. <laughs> so, again. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. But yeah, so um, they don't know if that's because he wasn't out to anybody mm. he's a hong kong student so he's somewhere like obviously yeah. i don't know if it's is it frowned upon in china hong yeah kong? probably around that time you think it was only just time. made illegal in the uk yeah mm. i don't even know when it was in china if it even if it is even if it is yeah might not be to be fair so yeah that could be why so yeah he escaped bless him but the next guy was not so fortunate um so then in december 79 so literally like two months later so they're starting to get more frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth, I'm going to slaughter this last name, Octodon? Octodon? Oh, oh, I think I've got it written down as well. That's a <laughs> shape, isn't it? Octagon. Ockenden. Ockenden, there we go. But yeah, so he was a Canadian student, again. Yeah, sounds about Students. Right. Um, so, like, I think from that, you can see like there's a trend. Yeah. He's going for people that clearly don't know many people around here. You're not going to notice. Weak and vulnerable. You, yeah. Yeah. But not only that, you're not going to notice if they're going missing. It's like no. they're not got family members around here. No. So. And in that time, it's not like you can just message someone on Facebook. Yeah. Send yeah. a quick text. It's yeah. a letter. It's a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And if you think, oh, my son's out in the UK on his studies, you're not going to expect a call no. every single day, are you? Nah. Nah. So, yeah, which I think is really sad because he could have <clears> yeah. preyed on them people that. Yeah, let's say yeah. weak and vulnerable people. But quite a few of them were homeless as well, weren't they? Yeah. Which again, mm. go missing, you're not gonna. Yeah. Um, but they ended up going sightseeing for the day, which I think he's got to have something about him to. Because would you imagine meeting a random person in the street and just going off sightseeing with them for the no. day? No. Because I, I could never. But then again, back then, <laughs> that could... Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't think... Yeah, people were more true. social creatures, yeah, though, exactly. you had to be. You had to be. You're, you didn't... <laughs> you like, didn't have phones. Nah, brother, I'm watching Stranger Things on Netflix, I can't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't have uh, that sort of shot. I'll text you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, at least, yeah, it's right. You didn't have that. So, yeah, the only way you could actually talk make friends was to actually then, go yeah. out and meet people. And I suppose yeah, if a few so. of them were homeless, they'd just love the company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they've just Place been sat there. For the night, isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Warm. yeah, and you might, yeah, like you say, you might go and empty promises. I'll get, you know, I'll buy you dinner. I don't think he did with a few of them. Yeah, he said like, think, I'll cook yeah. it. he did. He cooked them like meals and all sorts, mm. and gave them like Wait, baths and all that shit, and then get them drunk and kill them. But fucking hell, yeah, not not a great house host. But... So really, yeah. So this. So Kenneth starts listening to a record with his head earphones or headset, and what he does, Nilsson gets the headset and strangles him with it. I was gonna say I was waiting for like the and then gets a fucking yeah. cord or something. Afterwards, he puts the headset on and starts listening to the record that the guy was listening to. You could have just said, "Can I have a listen?" No, <laughs> polite about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, hard, it's fucking my turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's my record player. <laughs> so he just leaves this guy dead on the floor. Um, and the next day, he starts taking photos of him. He watches telly with him. He bathes him again. Um, and then, again, puts him under the floorboards. 
I'm sorry. But it goes all through all that effort to watch a TV show of him, to bathe him, then like, there, I'm done with you now. Down you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then apparently, so this is really strange, So, he, but he keeps getting him back out to spend time with him. And what he told the investigators afterwards was that he found him beautiful. Right. Like, he found his skin and his body beautiful that it almost brought him to tears. That's a bit weird. That's strange, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it that, it's like, like an obsession kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, do you, say, do you think about that with Scott? <laughs> Can't say I've looked at his skin and thought, oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moisturizer, do you use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Dolph? He's <laughs> got that body butter out. <laughs> <laughs> then he does cook them, so he must use Anchor Alert Pack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people oh. must be fuming. I can't help it. Man. We say, we say all the time, though, we bring as much light as we possibly can. Yeah, we're not di- we're not disrespecting the bodies themselves, like the no. victims themselves. No, 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 because no, let's like, say that as long as like, we get their names out there, so they ain't dying. Yeah, exactly. Vain. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's not... the sad reality with serial killers. You remember... they're the ones you remember the killers' names. You can't remember hardly any of the no. victims at all. No, What's like Ted Bundy. Yeah. I wouldn't. I couldn't name well, you. You'd be victim. here all fucking day, in all fairness. But yeah, well, it was how many he had recorded, didn't it? Recorded exactly. If yeah. you knew but them all, he reckons he killed up to like a hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Two hundred people. Yeah. That is mad. Like, how do you find a time? Because <laughs> it's not like an easy process, is it? It's not like going fishing or something. No. Like, like, oh, you get your rod, reel, bait and everything. Is you, You're killing someone, dragging them. Oh, nah, too much effort for me. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Ed will never good. be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Ed will never be a serial killer because he can't be arsed. <laughs> that is actually one thing that they said about him while he was working at that job centre. Mm. He used to have a lot of time off work. Right. Clearing up. Yeah. And then, mm. but he'd always make up for it by doing overtime and working weekends and stuff like that. Yeah. So they never did anything about his attendance. No, Thing just... is, right? Because, oh, no, they wouldn't. I'd have what? said, like, people would have gone, like, had. They'd have said, oh, they've gone missing. Like, and it had kind of, like, coincided with his off time. Mm. Like, you know, but if they're not but, getting reported, but, no. no they like I said, he wouldn't. If they, if those, if he, if he was clever, him. yeah, of getting rid of the bodies, he'd never been caught. No, well, I think he probably would have eventually. Yeah, probably. Like you said, like. But the thing is, because it was like one house and like six flats. Yeah. They're all uh, sharing the same drainage. Mm. Yeah. So it'd been like the other floors and that that would have complained about the blockage. He mm. wouldn't have done it because he obviously he knows what's fucking blocking them. Yeah. So if they didn't complain, we just got on with it. Yeah, he could have killed a lot more people. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you know, but then it'd have been like the whole thing like Ho got away, so maybe another yeah. one might have got away, and then it it have got then yeah. But thankfully, he got caught when he did. I mean, it's a shame he didn't get caught sooner. Sooner, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. I know the police got a lot of backlash for it. Really? Yeah, because it's like this happened over a five year time period. It's like how the fuck could you have not known a serial killer was going around five years? But then again, like you say, like there a lot of them were students, weak, yeah, exactly. people, they homeless didn't people. They have a clue. No, it's not like they got family members saying, "Oh, I don't know when my, my kid bro- is." Yeah, well, I don't know when my brother is because no one cared about them. Yeah, exactly. Well, they were here studying, so mm. 
That's the worst part about it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's just so that no, like, no one, no one knows it. No, so he was intelligent in that sense. Nah. But that was about it. Yeah, so then we move on to May 1980, where he meets 16-year-old Martin Duffy, who was a runaway um, from oh. Liverpool, I believe, mm. um, Merseyside, and yeah. he, again, homeless. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, so he was a 16-year-old boy who was homeless, runaway. Um, so, usual, am I? Gets him back to his flat, offers him somewhere to stay for the night, gives him food doesn't do that strangles him same thing drowns him bathes his body and what he told while he's been interviewed was that he was the youngest looking body so far oh, and to switch things up a little bit he stored the body in the cupboard instead with the floorboards mm-hmm. so the one who he said had amazing skin he puts in the floorboards but the one that was just the youngest he puts in the cupboard do you know what I mean That's yeah. just... it goes back to that that 12 year old boy yeah but I think that's where the obsession comes from I need to stop. yeah yeah um yeah I've lost track now <laughs> so apparently so what he started saying um was that he'd go through after killing these people he would then go through periods of self-loathing where mm. he would cry and he would spit himself in the mirror because he hated himself for doing it. Yeah. But it never stopped him doing it again. Actually, no, yeah. But yeah. he still, yeah, still carried on. Like an addiction. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, because even like with smoking now, I hate that I smoke, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop. No. Yeah. You know, it's like anything. Like, the amount of people who I know who smoke green, hmm. are like, oh, I hate it. I, don't, I wish I'd never I mean, done you're it. And you're like, why don't you stop? But it's like, you, you can't. can't. It's that, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, I, I do get. That's harmless. Killing people. It's on different fucking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you class like killing people as harmless. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. That's a different story. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, but there was only actually one victim identified from that yeah. flat, mm. which was William Sutherland, I believe. Yeah. He was a father in August 1980. Um, he was also a male prostitute. Mm-hmm. Uh, went back, they met in a pub. Went back to the flat. Same am I. Yeah. Tangled, drowned, bathed. I'm not sure if he was in the cupboard or he was Under, in the floorboards. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he then... I find this quite interesting. So Nilsson then goes on to... He struggles to remember his fifth victim. Mm. Apparently, all he remembers, he's an Irish labourer between the ages of 27 and 30, and they met in the late 1980s. But he then later on goes back to say that he made that up to satisfy the police, to give them more, because they wanted more. Yeah, right. So, and he does that more than once. Oh, right, so the actual number could be lower. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the whole thing with his, uh, when he was, like, being questioned and that, even though he was telling them in full detail how this happened, they couldn't actually charge him because they never had a name. Right. So, for all they knew, he can turn around and go, well, I don't know how that body got there. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, he found yeah. the bag and didn't know what to do with it. There was no... Until they had a name, mm. they couldn't put two and two together, so to speak. Right. It's like, yeah, just a load of John Doe's. Yeah, exactly. Right, fair. Because if they... They, they were questioning whether to do it or not, but they was like, 
because like you said, that one victim that was identified, he was struggling so long to give him a name. Mm. And when he actually did give him a name, they had to prove that this person was then dead. Because obviously right. if they charged him with that then and there and took him to court in that and then he comes yeah, through no, the door like, surprise, oh, I'm alive. Yeah. Whole whole case is dropped and he'll, he can't get charged for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. it was a bit of a mayhem they had with it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, he didn't obviously help the situation. No. Um, yeah, and then next victim, again, unidentified male prostitute. Um, he said that he couldn't work out if he was a Filipino or Mexican um, man. He was slender between the age of 20 and 30. Again, they met in a pub, and he said they met in Salisbury Arms, to be precise. Mm. Um, and he said that he just resembled a gypsy. I don't know what that means because uh, first he's saying he's Filipino then he's Mexican No, he's a gypsy now he's a gypsy I don't know what correlation that means but mm. again yeah unidentified not, no one knows who that was no. if it was even true if he just made it up mm. um, and then in November 1980 again another unidentified male English homeless um, and Nielsen believed from what this guy told him that he'd had a hard life of suffering, so and killing him was as easy as taking candy from a baby. Like a mercy killing, like he was doing him a favour. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Right. And the guy, because it was easy, yeah. the guy was like, welcoming willing. it. Yeah. yeah, welcoming it. I don't think that's probably true. No, no. I I see the struggle with that. And then in the same month, he then attempts to kill Douglas Stewart. Again, went back to the flat. And Douglas woke up with his ankles bound to a chair with... Basically, Nilsson was straddling him um, while being strangled with a tie. Mm. But he manages to overpower him. And what Nilsson does is, instead of fighting back, just shouts, that's fine, take my money. Mm -hmm. So he's making it sound like to the other people in the flats... That he's being robbed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's straight away thinking of a story to cover up what's going on yeah um but yeah and then again doug reports this to the police and the police class it as a lover's quarrel and nothing gets done about it fucking hell that's so again, twice yeah yeah how many fucking chances did they did, did they need mm, it's bad isn't it and then again apparently this is another made up one um either between november and december 1980 he met a 25-year-old, 30-year-old, long-haired hippie and he killed him and put him under the floorboards. And then, then, I don't know when, but then he cuts him up into three pieces and that's when he starts putting them in plastic bags. Right, okay. Which then obviously doesn't help. Well, it does help. Like, it speeds the decomposition up because you think it's it's in a bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, gonna... it's like there's no, there's nothing like, air or anything getting to it it's because it's all sealed shut and the heat inside it mm. just make it I'd feel like it'd be the other way because like, the, ox- the oxygen would, get, would cause the decomposition over time I'd have thought it's just what some sources said mm. yeah. in all honesty I don't think too much into it until I just said it then and I thought mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean like, yeah. when you see like a vac sealed that means yeah, it keeps it fresh. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they had that then. <laughs> but like, you know, like when you get like your yeah, fruit and veg, I oh know it's a bit different. And your meat, it's always plastic bags. Yeah. So 
isn't that meant to save it? Well, I suppose it's just a Tesco bag and you just... Tie it up, it ain't going to do much as well. No, true. Don't know. Maybe just to help stop the smell, I imagine. <laughs> Would it? Well, <laughs> it helped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it helped a bit, because they said, like... Keeping it concealed, I suppose. Yeah, because when... They um went in, oh and then again when they went entered the flat in the first time yeah so they said the smell was smell. so overwhelming yeah but I think it wasn't that mainly because the head boiling in the fucking <laughs> no I could have been yeah Stove. it's a conundrum yeah maybe there's people out there who actually do this and that let us know mm. <laughs> we'd Give all us some advice <laughs> yeah we just get yeah we're just going on what we think yeah exactly right. we get, somebody's probably watching that and you're talking shit yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up you dumb cunts you have no clue about decomposition <laughs> sit down um, but yeah and then it moves on to 1981 in January he met an 18 year old blue eyed Scott is how he Right. Described him. I don't know if that means Scottish. I'm assuming that's. I what imagine it means. so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they met in the Golden Lion in Soho. Again, goes back to the flat. They get into a drinking competition, and Nilsson kills him. So same scenario again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then the following month, another unidentified um, male. He was from Belfast in his early twenties. Again, strangled him and then stored him in the floorboards. So, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> and then this, I believe, is the final victim in this flat. Yeah. Um. So he met this guy in, again, no name, um, Leicester Square at a food store. And right. apparently he was, he described him as a English 20-year-old skinhead. Right. So, um, again, went back to the flat for food and drinks. He killed him. And what he did with this guy he hung the body in his bedroom for 24 hours maybe because like being a skinhead because they were very homophobic and stuff like that he probably like lured him back and was like I'm going to teach you a fucking lesson maybe yeah hug him like a martyr but again later on he doesn't they don't know if this was made up Mm. or this was the truth yeah Yeah. unidentified you you're never going to hide John Doe, But yeah, so at this point, obviously, the flat reeks. Mm. Um, and it's plagued with flies. And he used to try and use fly spray to stop the flies. <laughs> stop killing Even people. Though, yeah, yeah just... the bodies are filled with maggots, apparently. Like yeah. He said in one interview that um, he, when he pulled the floorboards up, the maggots were coming out, the bulging out of the eye sockets. I was like, nice. you know when you read something, you're like, no. Yeah, oh, I wish I hadn't read that. That was. <laughs> yes, I'm so desensitized. Yeah, of the, because of horror films and stuff. Yeah, it's like oh, that won't bother me. Yeah. But I think I don't know. I actually seen it in the flash. I think it's the stench yeah. would get me more than anything. Yeah, that that'd be the worst. I think. I think I'd be alright with it. I've had to rub drains out. I'm used to shitty smells. Yeah, but yeah, shit and, and decla- decaying body. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. True, true, true. Never if anyone know. does like a crime scene where there's dead bodies, can I come have a sniff? <laughs> <laughs> See if I'd be alright. <laughs>
No, nah, don't. That's it's not mad. a serious question. But, yeah, no, nah, that's mad. That nah, please. You've got an email now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you need professional help. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a bit mad. I apologise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, we've, we've lost viewers, Josh. <laughs> the is going down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just as we bought. It's all right. I'll support your merch. Hey, yeah. he's got one. <laughs> I'm already giving Josh my money to get me one. <laughs> um. So yeah. Now apparently this is when the neighbours then start complaining, mm. and Nilsson tells them it's structural issues with the building which is causing it to smell. Hmm. So <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, like surely then people didn't believe him. Surely no, because mould and decaying flesh. I imagine two, two completely different, different things. Yeah. Yeah, different smells completely. Like, well, I don't know. So what he then starts to do. He realises he needs to tidy up. So he starts dismembering the bodies. This is where he then boiled the skulls to speed the process up. Uh, He used salt to brush off the maggots of the bodies. Mm -hmm. And and apparently when he was describing this experience to the investigators, he said he had to drink heavily to get through it and was consistently vomiting throughout the whole process. I could quite imagine. Like, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be a bit, I, I, I can't imagine concerned. him just going... Da, 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 yeah. da, you know, like fucking... What's it? What's the Disney film? Uh, Snow White, you know, at the beginning where she's cleaning and all the fucking yeah, animals yeah, coming yeah. in out. I can't imagine it being like that. <laughs> just a rabbit jumping through the window. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> oh, I tried to think. Oh, mm. nice. Mm. I mean, I could do it to an animal, but I don't know. If I could do it to a person. I don't think I could. Like, it breaks my heart when I see a dead deer on the side of the road. Yeah. But I'm what do you mean, yeah? I'm what do you mean, yeah? <laughs> Did you see that guy post on Wishbeach's discussion page asking people to tell him where these dead deers were as long as they hadn't been, they weren't mangled to feed his dogs? I thought, bit fucked up at the same time. I kind of get it. No, I I watched a program this year, quite a while ago. It was like my weird obsessions, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And a bloke was obsessed with eating roadkill. What the fuck? I think I've seen a video on that. Or what he used to do, like he'd find roadkill. In America? No, I think it was Brit- oh. England. And he'd take to the vet mm. and say, is it safe? And if they said, yeah, he used to go take my own and eat them. Free food, I suppose. Yeah. Because I, I thought, like, that's not a bad shout. And sometimes, when, mate, I, <laughs> when, I hit that, when I hit that deer last year and it didn't die, I was fucking fuming. Because... <laughs> What it went but under both wheels of my truck, and I go over it and I, and I was like, venison. Well, no, <laughs> I was no oh, I'm venison burgers tonight. No, I was just more angry. I'm thinking, if you fucked my truck up, <laughs> it's just how it. Let's like say went under both wheels. My truck weighs three ton. Mm. 
with me in it, so about three and a half. <laughs> it, it got up, shook itself off, and ran off. I'm like, you fucking bastard. <laughs> but I thought, I, if I stop and look and see what it's done, and it's badly damaged the truck, I'm going to run after it and kick the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I went straight to my old man's, and then I looked. And it, it weren't too bad, to be fair, but you could see where I hit it, because yeah. most of his yeah. fur was... Yeah, I did that in the Land Rover. I um, was going to the yard. And you know when you can see him on the side of the road, and I thought, I know what it's going to do. So yeah. I started sliding down. With that, it just jumped in front of my car. And honestly, <laughs> I felt the car go... Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, rang Scott. So I, like, it was dark, and I could, I think I saw it got up. And then I rang Scott, and I was like, I need to talk to somebody, because I've just <laughs> run a deer over, and I'm freaking out. I was like, what if I've killed it? And he was like, it's all right, we'll go back and get it. And I was like, no, we won't. You should have told then, me, I'd have come and got it. Nah, it, it won't die. It won't dead. It would have been um, dead after I was finished with it. <laughs> but yeah, when I then drove back home, I, literally like 10 minutes later, it weren't there. No. So I thought, oh, that's okay. And then the next day, I was, I was clearly it didn't learn its fucking lesson, because it was mangled on the side of the road. I right. thought, well... You Maybe got away with it yesterday. Well, I'm going to assume it's the same day because it was the same place. So I'm like, fair point, man. But no, like, um, but it's mad the damage they can do. Yeah. Mm. Bloke at work hit a deer in his in his van, and that mangled the whole front end. It just completely mangled it, and I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> now imagine people in Canada and like Alaska when they hit a moose. moose. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The moose is off. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Truck's done for. Yeah. This is just on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just walked off. Like, are you mad, bro? <laughs> but no, but I oh, just yeah. But to be fair, like I think I think I'd I'd eat roadkill. But it's just the f- the fact I've got to stop, get it, get it, put it, in, then <laughs> go to the vet, <laughs> then just, clean it and yeah. everything. Oh no, that bit don't bother me. <laughs> like I, I could I could skin I could skin and gut a deer. Like mm. that that don't bother me at all. But it's just more of the effort of taking it to a vet. Is it okay to eat? Yes, lovely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it's not. Then I've just wasted my time <laughs> picking this fucking deer up. Yeah, no. Nah. But then you see them and they're just too far gone where they're like, you know when they're kind yeah. of brown. And, yeah, you're like, Because yeah. there's one on the A47 and it's like, to, like stuck up. <laughs> Do you see his guts are like, on the side of the road as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Celine drove past it the other day and I was like, I'm going to be sick. I was like, <laughs> that, nah. I was like, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I remember seeing it, and then I was like, "Oh, I could go for a kebab." Ed, <laughs> I fucking love you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Yeah. <laughs> Someone on the YouTube's watching. Literally, better take a bite out of a kebab. Just go. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'll have out of it. I'm good, Chief. Why <laughs> 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 oh, oh, But like you, you eat meat, don't you? Yeah. Do you think you could? I know this has gone mad, dangerous. Yeah, this has gone I know mad. What say. Do you think you could take an animal's life to then eat it? No? And then I think that makes me obnoxious. Is that the word? Hypocrite. To eat it. Hypocrite. Hypocrite yeah. 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 Because I could never. I love animals. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just see a pack. Of meat, and I don't associate it with, with an animal, animal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah. Like I've said in the pub nut before, like if I ever had to fend for myself, I'd be ruined, I'd be dead because I just wouldn't eat. <laughs> I'd be too scared to eat some plants in case they're poisonous. I'd be like, I, honestly, I wouldn't be able to kill an animal, I'm not fit as anything. So, I'm like, if I was getting chased, I'd just be like, all right, 
What about a fish? It's too gunky to... Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to catch one, I think. <laughs> and don't, don't walk with it! Just like, Put it back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just take a picture. <laughs> Leisha, survival, but take a picture. <laughs> How's that tea? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> could kill it. It looked at me. <laughs> it looked surprised. <laughs> I don't actually know the fish. Ah, I wouldn't... Like, if I just had to leave it on the side... I'd have to walk away. I wouldn't be able to sit there and oh, watch that's it. That's cruel, though. Like, <laughs> let, you want to kill it quicker. Like, yeah, quick that's knife in the head and it's done. It's just, oh. Yeah, that's why exactly it's more worse. Than that, <laughs> yeah. <on> Literally <laughs> watching it suffocate. Yeah. <laughs> have it. Just, you will die soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, just, you, you could get like, it's a little bar. It's only about that long. It's, they call it a priest. Don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I just know they're called that. You get your fish. And just one, you got to hit it hard. Just one hit, bang, straight on top of the head, done. In between, just punch it to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, fucking shark? It's <laughs> a <Some> fish. <laughs> Can't put it back now. I'm not eating that. It's come out of the fucking sea. <laughs> so, yeah, so then he, um, to, to disguise the smells, once he decapitated them while clearing out his flat, he then would burn them in the garden, mm. but to disguise the smell, he'd burn tires with it. Right. So no one would. Yeah. Yeah, but just some rubber. Yeah. I'd be fucking fuming though. Imagine that you're trying to like watch telly or have your tea or something like that, and all you could smell was burning rubber. Oh, mm. fucking horrible. You, you horrible. I'd be going out there, and be like, what the what fuck are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs> and then seeing an arm sticking out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. <laughs> but so apparently when he was doing this though, like when he was burning the bodies, there was three kids just watching. Three young children out on their bikes just stood there watching. Mm. And like they, like maybe now they'd know. Yeah, by the time watching. they'd probably they wouldn't have had a clue. They think it, they're just watching some flames, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even think. Even you if they think body, no, nah, of course not. Because no. he's especially if even kids, if it's even if they weren't, a, think yeah, of. exactly. Even if they weren't a tire there, mm. just the smell of burning flame. You wouldn't, as a kid, think that's a burning body. No, you just no. say, "Cool, that smells." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit weird. That just shows kids are thick as pig shit. Hello, they see fire and they're just like, "Wow!" <laughs> You're like, "There's literally a body there, bro." Mate, we're nearly 28 and we're like that with fire. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but we know there's not a body in it. <laughs> that, that make me get the petunias out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what he would do after these fires would then check the ashes to make sure, and apparently in one of them he found a skull, and so he just got a rake and smashed it. Yeah. Just to get rid of anything. Um... So he's now back in the flat by himself. Mm. So again, this loneliness factor comes in. So he wants, he wants another, another, another victim. Body. So that was a lie. That wasn't his last victim. Um, and he meets Malcolm Barlow, and this is really sad. Mm. Like this breaks my heart. So he had quite a rough life. He was orphaned, brought up in care, um, but he was also epileptic and suffered quite badly, and. Nilsson found him because he was having a bad reaction to the medication he was currently on and he was slumped against a wall. Nilsson took him to hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And like when the next day when he was better and he got discharged, he went back to Nilsson's to say thank you. 
See, it's what manners gets you, people. It gets <laughs> you Don't fu- do it. <laughs> it gets you strangled and bathed. <laughs> um, yeah, and he put him in the cupboard under the kitchen sink. Oh. Yeah. What, did he cut him up or did he contort him? Um... I uh, don't know. What? <laughs> 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 I'll just take you. <laughs> Cover pigs right yeah. over. Right? <laughs> no, I think of Pennywise in it. You know, in the first one. Oh, that film creeps me out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and then it comes. So, that was actually his last victim in that flat, sorry. Right. Um, and then in mid 81. Um, the landlord wants to renovate the flat, but Nilsson is obviously against this. Um, and basically very resistant. The landlord gives him £1,000 to vacate the property. Just, For fuck's sake. Could you, and that was a lot of money back then as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a lot I mean, of money still, now. I mean, yeah, <laughs> a lot of grand. No. But look, then, there's a yeah, lot more. Yeah, that's um, a lot of money. So yeah, and then... So that obviously means he's now got to get rid of Malcolm's body. So, same thing. Dismembers him. Burns him, Fuck and no. he moves out. Yeah. The thing that... is, can you imagine when they start renovating? Because like they lift the floorboards, the smell is yeah. going to be there yeah. still, isn't it? It just hits them like. like and unless you've been around like a decaying body before, you're not you going to know what that fucking smell no. is. You'd think, "Fuck me, what have they been doing there?" Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you, you just see it's gone off me. Yeah. Like, why has he left chicken breast? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> In the floorboards. <laughs> but yeah, and. Nothing ever got reported, like when they renovated the flat. Nothing. No. No. He must have had. Honestly. He must have done a clean to it, or yeah, something, or like as best he can. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when he then moves to the attic, the attic mm. flat. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go from here, or? Go on, Josh. I mean, if you've got the body victims, like I said, I haven't got anything to do with the actual killings. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no, you're right. This is a good thing. Um. So, yeah, so when he then moves into this attic flat, apparently it's quite a nice area of London that he moved into. It's quite a wealthy part. I yeah. didn't write it down what part it was, yeah, but... Mm. Yeah. It's probably somewhere. Where somewhere oh, yeah. London. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I meant, like, on the internet, like, to see where it is. I know what I meant. The viewers know what I meant. <laughs> you pair of piss takers. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> stop. Serious. I feel awful for like laughing. Like, oh, oh, this is just this us. Is like, yeah. This is just us. Don't laugh and cry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when he then moves into this flat, he lures in 23-year-old John Howlett. And this John woke up to Nilsson strangling him. So John fights back, but Nilsson basically uses ligature. Um, uses what, sorry? Ligature. 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 Uh, something to... Right, okay. No? Okay. I've never heard of that before in no, my life. I thought it was like... A ligature. You know, like... Your ligaments. I thought it was something to do with that. Boy, he's already cut his ligaments. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. But he tr- strangled him three times and this guy <clears> kept <throat> waking, waking up. Yeah. So Determined. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Nilsson decides to drown him for five minutes. Jeez. To make sure he's definitely dead. And then proceeds to dismember his body. And this is when he starts flushing the organs down yeah. down the toilet. Mm. And he puts the large bones in the body. In, in the body? In the <laughs> rubbish. Rubbish bin. Right. So that's how he then started. Yeah. 
And then in 1982, he then attempts to murder Carl Stutter, or Stutter. Um, again, brings him back to the flat. Um, this is a bit weird, this one, though. So this guy then falls asleep in a sleeping bag, and he wakes up to what he thinks... He thinks he's being strangled, but then he's thinking, oh, my God, I'm caught in the zip or mm. in the sleeping mm. bag or something. And so... Then he realize when he then kind of comes to, he realizes he's been <clears throat> drowned. He's been like put in water and pulled back out, put in water, pulled back out. Um, and then he then, but Nilsson don't kill him. Well, he does. Well, he thinks he has. Mm. So he puts him in the armchair because he thinks he's dead. And this Carl comes back around unaware of his surroundings because Bleep was licking his face. The dog woke him up. Dog safe today. Big up the dog. And so Nilsson pretends that he's trying to resuscitate him. Yeah. And then walks him back to the train station. Tells him that he got caught in the sleeping bag and that's what he was putting him in the water to try and wake him up. Um and yeah, and then walked him back to the train station. There's a lot better ways to try and wake someone up than to drown them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean? Like, and this but guy, if, he, if he's someone aware. Yeah, true. Yeah. He's going to think, I'm fucking here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it wasn't until the trial, or everything started coming out in the news, yeah, that, that he, he then came forward and he was like, I knew that wasn't right. what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So that's the third yeah. that's got away yeah. so far. So, yeah, he got away with, yeah, to be fair, quite a few, and nothing mm. comes of it. No. I mean, two went to the police. He, I don't think he did. He no, he didn't the, go. No. During the trial. And no. yeah, 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 yeah. He come forward. Um, and the next victim, he was a 27-year-old tourist named Graham... Graham Allen, sorry. And this guy was lost, just trying to get some directions to where he was going. Um, again, he lured him back to the flat for food. And while he was eating, he strangled him, again, with a ligature. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he keeps the body in the bath for three days. Ugh. Yeah. Little slimy and horrible. Oh. <laughs> um, and he then proceeds to dismember and dissect again. Organs get flushed down the toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, in 1983, he then kills a 20-year-old called Stephen Sinclair. This again's quite sad. Um. He was a heroin addict. Um, this is actually his final victim, yeah. to be fair. Oh, okay. um, he was a heroin addict, living on the streets. So, Nilsson goes and buys him a burger and then asks, basically, John, come back to the flat for some drinks and you can stay the night. But <clears throat> he ends up taking heroin back as well. So, he takes heroin there. Obviously, that just puts you in a... Zombie. Zombie. Yeah, yeah, it just knocks you out, doesn't it? And that was basically his perfect opportunity. So, he strangled him bathed him, lies in the bed with him, but applied talcum powder to him. And then, so this is where the mirror and everything comes into place. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is when he then surrounded, he put him in the bed, surrounded him, covered him in talcum powder, I'm assuming to look more dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, places mirrors all around him, starts taking photos, and then just lays with him all night. And then... Whenever he was ready, he then decided to dissect the body and he stored him in the wardrobe. Some of him in the wardrobe and some of him um, under the bath, in the drawer under the bath. Right, yeah, yeah. So that was the torso they found? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And obviously, because he couldn't burn them, again, he started flushing the organs down the drain with smaller bones. And then this is when the pipes yeah. come blocked and the neighbours start complaining. And then he and got caught. Yeah. I'll take one thing to add to what you said, though, sorry. When the plumber initially questioned Nilsson about it, he turned around and said, oh, it's KFC. Yeah, it's I forgot about that, meat. actually, yeah. It's chicken meat and chicken wings. Fucking hell. And it weren't until they went back the next day mm. that they were like, hang on. That ain't, yeah. <laughs> it, that's not a chicken. Chickens don't <laughs> have livers that big. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a bit... So, yeah. So, I'll let you. But, um, yeah, so, like Lisa just said, he, he did go into, like, full detail about basically every victim and how we killed them. Yeah. However, the whole thing was absolutely irrelevant because, like I said, the police couldn't officially charge him because they didn't have one, any of the victims' names. That was until Nilsson finally remembered one of the victims' names, which was Stephen Sinclair. Mm. However, the police still couldn't charge him <laughs> in case he got the name wrong. Because if he was taken to court and Stephen Sinclair was discovered to be alive, then the whole case would be dropped and he couldn't get charged for the same crime twice. No. So they couldn't charge him with the murders? Not until they had they knew for 100% Evidence. that this Stephen Sinclair was dead. You'd have thought, though, like just being human DNA, that's murder. But at the same time, then you, yeah, mm-hmm. and as well, just because yeah, it's in his body, that in his uh, flat, it doesn't mean he's... Killed him. Right. He could have just found a random bag of fat body parts and thought, what the fuck do I do with it? Do you know what I mean? But he confessed. (laughs) Yeah, but... They need evidence, don't they? Yeah. still need evidence to charge someone. Because, I'll get onto it, but he was crafty. He was a very crafty bastard. Yeah. Well, during this uh, time of him, like, being questioned, the uh, the pathologist was actually examining the uh, latest body and discovered that, like Alicia said, that even though he'd been strangled, his actual cause of death was drowning due to his uh, lungs being filled with water. At uh, this point, they realised Stephen <coughs> Sinclair was dead and Nielsen was actually officially charged and taken... Um, it was then taken to his original house where he'd done like the majority of the killings mm. to point out where some of the bodies were buried. During this time, it was even reported that Nielsen, like you said, had bathed with some of the bodies and apparently left... Um, yeah, left the police force because he was caught masturbating in the morgue. Right. At this point, the headlines was blasting the police for not knowing about these murders taking place over the last five years. This angered Dr. Peter J, who made it his mission to identify and charge Nielsen with every single murder. Right, yeah, yeah. To which the police managed to discover some of the names of the victims, those being Kenneth Ockerden, Martin Duffy, William Sutherland, Malcolm Barlow, John Howlett and Stephen Sinclair. During the same time, Nielsen was visited by an author called Brian Masters, who asked Nielsen if he could write a book about his life, to which Nielsen agreed. When it came to Dennis Nielsen's court sentencing, he was charged with the murders of the six men whose bodies were identified, as well as the attempted murder of Douglas Stewart. Mm-hmm. However, he shocked everyone by pleading not guilty, meaning a trial was needing to take place. Bastard. Yeah. And this is where I say he was crafty. Because to which, when um, author Brian Masters asked Nilsson why why did he plead not guilty, he said it was to try and enter a plea of insanity and diminished responsibility, which is the exact same thing that Peter Sutcliffe tried to plead for as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said because he never actually planned to kill anyone, he didn't know that even though if he killed them, he took he took them home with the most pure intentions of like feeding them, bathing them, giving them roof over the head and everything. Yeah. Mm. 
He even said that if it wasn't for his dog, he may have even handed himself in. Right. Do you want to know the awful thing about that dog as well? What? Like, I read this thingy that said that the dog was his final victim because it got put down as soon as he got arrested. Mm. The police destroyed it. The dog didn't do anything. Isn't it awful? And like this source I was reading said about how that was his final victim and only female victim. And I thought... Mm. You know, it's like, oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. I'm going to cry. But how? Because why would they do that? Because the dog didn't have exactly. nothing to do with no. it. Perfectly just, healthy dog. Just, they, yeah. like, they can't. Yeah. That, that doesn't own different, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they didn't partake. No. I didn't, uh, like, hand, hand him the fucking scalp. No. <laughs> no. Hand him the, what was it, a ligature? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hand him the ligature saying, like, go wait, for it, Dad. Ligature, fetch. Just go. <laughs> No, I think that's oh, that's, oh fucking Isn't bastards. We don't deserve dogs. We don't. That even though everyone knew he was not insane at all, it still had to be proven that Nilsson was showing. Um, it still had to be proven uh, that Nilsson was showing some kind of uh, abnormality of mind and not fully responsible for his crimes. Because mm. this meant if this was found out to be true, he would be charged with manslaughter and not murder. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You can't manslaughter 16 people. You can if, if you're not in a state of mind. If you have insane. no idea what you're doing. Mm. You Technically, you've killed people, yeah, but you've not done it. It's not premeditated. Premeditated. Whereas the police had to prove that Nielsen had carefully planned and premeditated these murders. When it comes to the trial, Nielsen actually had the exact same defence team as the Cray Twins had. Yeah. Well, it didn't do them a lot of good, did it? Well, no. So, if you're <laughs> ever thinking of this, if they're still in jobs and I everything, I doubt it. But let's just say they are. Don't use them because <laughs> that's two major people that they've defended. Three technically. Three, and they've all ended up in the nick. And now all three are dead, actually. Yeah. Well, when it comes to the, oh, so I just said that. At the trial, the first to testify against Nilsson. Um, was attempted murder victim Douglas Stewart, to which he claimed Nielsen tried to strangle him, but Douglas overpowered him. A further two men testified against Nielsen, with them being Paul Nobbs and Carl Stotter. Or Strotter. What was his name, Carl? I had Stutter. Stutter, that would be. Stutter, Stutter. Carl. Apologies if it's wrong. (laughs) As well as testify... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not because you say, like, you're going to testify something. Mm. What is it you say, like... Because I've got written down as well as test testifies from the police, but that's not right, is it? Testimonies. Testimonies. That's the fucking word. Honestly, I read this last night and I was sat there for ages trying to figure out this word, and I couldn't figure it out, so I just put yeah. testifies. Testimonies. <laughs> as well as testimonies from the police. Well, on fir- uh, November third, nineteen eighty-three, the jury found Dennis Nilsson guilty of six counts of murder and one attempted murder. Nilsson was sentenced to 25 years minimum in prison. However, this was changed in 1994 to a whole life tariff, meaning he would never be released. Mm-hmm. Now, during his sentence, he spent time in some of the most notorious prisons in the UK, including HMP Wormwood Scrubs until he was cut in the face by another inmate, mm. HMP Parkhurst before he was uh, transferred to HMP Wakefield, where he remained up until 1990, where he was transferred to HMP Full Sutton. And in 1993, he was transferred to HMP Whitemore, where he stayed until 2003, 
which is just down the road. That's, yeah. like, that's a march, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is a bit mad. Because apparently when he got put into... I don't know if this is when he'd been put into jail or mm. was in custody. Mm. He had a... Instead of having a toilet, he had basically a bucket. Yeah. And he threw it at the thingy. So he got put in like isolation mm. for... Which, to him, that's brilliant. That's perfect. He's away, because you think... I'm not being funny, but he's killed children. Yeah. Like, mm. they're gonna. The other, he's not gonna be popular in prison. No, is he? no, no. So I think I think in all of they these should prisons, have just left him. Yeah, with I the think the majority that's of these prisons. Why I had to get moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is a good shout. Now, I think in the majority of the prisons he was isolated because, like we've said it countless times, but the one thing with prisons, anything involving a child, yeah, is, you're done. You're for. fucked. You are done for. There, yeah. So he stayed at Whitemore until 2003. Which is when he transferred back to HMP Full Sutton, where he stayed until his death in 2018. And that was the story of Dennis Dickhead Nielsen. Yeah. But um, something I want to add to that, like people we know who have worked at Whitemore mm-hmm. have said that um, they were put on guard for Nielsen. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was the most well spoken, yeah. politest, mm-hmm. nicest people that they like, could ever, speak, could ever, to ever yeah. speak to. Which is common with what he done with the police. I know. It was all mad, but he was. Do you know what I mean? He it was just, helpful yeah. in the investigation. Yeah, it just shows that like anyone who you talk to, you think, oh, he was a nice, bo- nice old boy or something. They could have a very yeah, dark exactly. fucking secret. Yeah. Thing that baffles me is like with the police. That must have seriously pissed them off. He's helped them so much, like mm. pointing out where the bodies are, who they are, etc. You know, he's but they still detail. couldn't. And then at the end of it, for him to turn around and go, "Not guilty." Yeah, you yeah. must have been like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think one thing they said in the show in that, which I don't know if it's dramatized because I've seen some documentaries saying it as well. He genuinely believed that he had some sort of a, or, um, abnormality of like the mind or something. Which he genuinely it... did not think he was an out-and-out murderer. Well, no, and I, that's I'm, why he was so desperate to help the police and everything. Mm. But a lot of people was he was this the plan from the whole get go? Maybe, maybe, He's maybe like, trying to manipulate. Yeah, him, in but, a way, like turning around and going, "Well, yeah, I might not have killed him, but I've helped the police as much as I fucking could." Yeah, but at the same time, like he, he can't be the, the same as the people for the act. For well, no, the this is what I mean. Done, it's like but, if this is to happen nowadays, would he have been charged with manslaughter? I think he'd yeah, have just been. Get away with mental health for Yeah, nowadays. that's what I mean. Yeah. Easily. It, I think he'd have been more like uh, he'd have been banged up in. Uh, is it Broadmoor, the mental asylum? Yeah, Broadmoor. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have just been. He'd have just gone there. I, I, I think mm. more than anything. But what? It's a bit mad where he's been to like. You think the UK prisons, the main ones you think of, especially for us because it's like local, but Whitemore, Parkhurst, mm. Wakefield. Like yeah. the big, they're the big three, big including the Broadmoor. Yeah, yeah. You got the big four. He's been in every single fucking one of them. I, did you say he went to Broadmoor? No, well, no, but other than Broadmoor, as well, oh right, right, right like, sorry. Broadmoor makes the big four, but mm. they're definitely the top three cat A's and yeah. Wormwood, uh, Wormwood Scrubs. Yeah, do you know what I mean? All the major cat A prisons that every fucking knows. Oh no, I don't think he had mental. I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was trying to satisfy a need that he had. Yeah, yeah. it just, just never could satisfy no. it. It was the itch he couldn't scratch. But just imagine being like they, these um, few survivors, especially how, like the one. God, how would you feel? Yeah, like well, lucky. Well, yeah, very lucky. <laughs> but at the same time, but thinking fuck, think you fuck was now. literally that close. Yeah. yeah, to being murdered. To being another victim. Yeah. No, it is mad. It is really mad. But it's the same with like 
all like all the other serial killers we've mentioned, like Dharma again, like a few who got away from him. Like how do they feel like they could have got eaten? Yeah, <laughs> Sutcliffe he had a few get away. Yeah, and that was simply because somebody was like coming around a corner or whatever. Yeah, I know he was he was a shit serial. Killer, he was really. fucking useless. Really, I mean he did kill a fair. Yeah, he's one of the most. I think he's got the most, didn't he? UK. Well, no, Doctor Death. Oh yeah, Shipman's got the most. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a video on that the other day, actually. Yeah, was it yeah. from Mr. Mysteries in Black and White? Yeah, it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There thinking, go. Oh, my God, I listened to that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, there told you. you. <laughs> I'm a weekly supporter. I'm in. Yeah, I'm on. Every Monday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Very like, Because I know we obviously know them, because we're obviously in this country. Yeah, yeah. But worldwide, a lot of like the most notorious serial killers have come from this country. Yeah. If not, well, we've got the biggest that you're doing. Yeah, boy. you got Shipman. Yeah. Sutcliffe. And Nielsen. And Nielsen. Well, then, like you say, you got, like, Fred and Rose West. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the more, um, Mara Hindley and... Ian Brady. Ian Brady. Huntley. Huntley. Oh, Belfield. There's fucking loads. Yeah, there is. Dennehy. Ralmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it is mad, like, yes. how many... The UK has actually had. Yeah, oh god, oh god, yeah. But when you think of like a serial killer, you do think of like Ted Bundy, Dharma, people like that. It's like, the thing is, until the John Gacy. Gacy. The thing so is, much. until the Dharma show come out, I had no idea who the fuck Jeffrey Dharma was. Really, I've never heard of him at oh, all. God. I was gonna say, I, oh, I knew of like John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. But not a fucking Scooby who Dharma yeah. was. Circus guy, clown, weren't he? Yeah, yeah John, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's probably one of the first. Documentaries on like a serial killer I ever watched. Really? He's a, yeah. he's another one that a lot of people thinks in, innocent as well, don't they? What, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Very, yeah. No. Fuck off. You look at there's I've seen some documentaries and there's loads of people. You know, similar to uh, Jeremy Bamber. Yeah, yeah. A load of people are saying he didn't do it. Mm. It's like he clearly did. Yeah, he it's very like, much clearly and did. <laughs> what more evidence do you need? Him to do it right in front of you? Yeah, he, they were all in his basement. Well, that's like, what I mean. It's like space. how the fuck could you say? He didn't do it. Yeah. He started putting in the walls, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. that was mm. it. Yeah, because he had a construction company. But and he'd no. get him in front of views. Oh man, that breaks my heart. Huh? He mm. used to get him in front of views, didn't he? Yeah. 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 No, that is mad. That is mad. That's me officially done with serial killers for the season. Yeah. That's the last one. Well, it's of not mine. That. It's not that, <laughs> is it? What have we got next week? Oh. Well, we have got the most famous killer who is still unknown of who I it was. I thought you were about to say he's still walking. I was like, he's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, dead as a dodo, brother. <laughs> there's been films made of him. There's books. There's theories. He is the pinnacle of a serial, serial killer, killer, and especially in British history. Yeah. And if you haven't guessed, I'm talking about Jack the fucking Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe that I've got that. Yeah, jammy back. Wasn't it like, was it rock, paper, scissors or heads and tails? One or the other, yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> but, I mean, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember being a kid and, like, my mum, like I say, she always said she could commit a perfect murder. I mean, she can't now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, and I remember being a kid and watching like documentaries with her and stuff. 
probably shouldn't have when I think about it. But, yeah. <laughs> I ain't killed anyone. I've come out all right. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I remember like the first ones was like about Jack the Ripper and stuff. Yeah. I'll always remember. And then it was just like, it was just like the, the thrill of not knowing who, who he, he was. Is. He was never caught. And still to this day. And, yeah. 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 Even though they, they think some people could be it, they're yeah. never going to know it's 100% think, this person. I think it's like four or five. Yeah. They've the, got, the, they've like, got it, narrowed it down narrow, to. Yeah. But you're never going to know. No. Exactly. And I that's what I mean. I just love the mystery. I love the myth behind him. Yeah. And like the reasonings. Like there was I mean, yeah, he killed prostitutes, but there was still no real Re- reason no. like for doing it. So, I'd love to go there. Whitechapel. Just to oh, get yeah, a yeah. sense of the feeling of like what is he you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I I'm yeah, I can't believe it. I'm oh But even that like this sounds kind of morbid, but even that sounds cool. Mm. Like the Whitechapel murders, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that has yeah. that proper like storybook title to it. Yeah, but like you just know when it's Jack the Ripper. Yeah, it's just that is just uh, oh, it's especially it's like obviously he he never come up with a name. No, do you know what I mean? Like his name's not even Jack. His probably. name could be fucking Bob for all we know. Imagine that after all this time, Jack the Ripper's name is Bob. He's <laughs> just like right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I ain't gonna go too much into it. That's gonna be next week. I've got I'm gonna be researching all week now. <laughs> I've got to do it fucking justice. It's, you know what I mean? One of the most famous things to come out of Britain. So it's just what I to do. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Here I'm, old boy. See you next season. <laughs> but um, no, uh, you can so to find out what we're doing. <laughs> bit more on it you can follow our facebook group which is mr mysteries in black and white you can follow us on instagram which is mr mysteries underscore the actual underscore line thing you can email us with that could be sightings questions theories uh critiques uh praises which we prefer um absolutely anything ideas for future podcast episodes if you want to be a guest if you let's say anything anything at all please email us at mysteries at outlook.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on TikTok, which is mysteries 10 And you can follow us on Twitter, which is mysteries one uh, You can watch us. What you say? Actually, watch us. You can like and subscribe, put the little bell notification, all that jazz on our YouTube. But again, easiest way to find it is for our YouTube uh, YouTube. Facebook. Facebook group. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> it's been a long night. <laughs> it's been a long night. Um, you can listen to us, even though you are now, to Josh. Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Fantastic. Alicia, thank you so yep. much for coming on. Thank you for letting me come on. No, you've been an, like, you've been a brilliant guest. We'd love to have you come, come back. Yeah, of course, of course. Anytime we Honestly. talk about true crime and murder or serial killer. <laughs> We're sorry. We'll yeah. just sit here and listen. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How That's what it? I mean. That's what I mean. No, you were f- no, ab- yeah, absolutely fantastic. Oh, uh, we've yeah, we've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But um thank you so much. That's nah, all right. No worries. But no, thank you ever so much. Like Oh, hopefully we've got some good stuff coming out soon. Yeah. I'm not going to give too much away. But, um, yeah, see you next week. Thank you very much for watching. See you on the next one. Bye. Happy hunting.